This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Meath, and welcome to this podcast. Today, we're going to talk about toxic schedules in TV and how this impacts our eating and our food choices. Toxic schedules. We are so busy. We live, live these hurried lifestyles. They even call it hurry sickness. And rest is often a luxury that we are desperate for. And when it comes to food, this fast-paced lifestyle and our modern lifestyle has produced a mindset of, I am just too busy to cook. And convenient foods at least give me a little bit of time to relax. And that is such a wrong attitude. We have to realize that cooking is can be restful. Being together with your family and cooking can be restful. So it's just a shift in attitude. You see, we tend to live under the directorate of time. The clock has become our master. We fall into that trap of living with this unnecessary sense of urgency. And it's terrible that like, I've got to get you, I've got to get there, I've got to get there. And it affects the way you grab that food and eat it fast because you're busy thinking of the next thing that you've got to do. That's not the way to eat because when you eat like that, when you're toxic like that, and it is toxic to be thinking of the next thing and rushing through your food so you can get to the next thing that you have to do. And like standing there, not, not really sitting down and eating and getting yourself in this toxic state. Your body goes into negative stress and your digestive system gets affected. So that food is not going to be digested well. And you're going to end up getting various different food issues and digestion issues and think now that you have an allergy or you have to take some medication to help you digest your food. Meanwhile, if you had just taken the time to sit down for a few moments and just eat that food normally and slowly, it would have made a massive difference. But when you live under the directorate of time, when the clock has become your master, when you think rush, 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 you're actually not doing busy well. You're actually doing it badly and it will affect your digestive system. This hurry sickness literally drives a significant part of our daily lives and it challenges the value of a good homemade meal with real, real fresh ingredients. I mean, you know the situation. You collect your kids from school and you're in a huge rush and you've got to get them to sports and then you stop at the convenience store or the, uh, the takeout on your way. You're eating in the car. It's all a big rush. This is just not the right thing to do. It really upsets your brain and your body. And also, the more that we go to these institutions, the more they're going to keep supplying that food. It's a principle of we really do vote with our fork. If you don't buy that food, then you're not going to. Then people, are, they're not going to be so many of these fast food joints around. We need to decide if what we want in our to put in our bodies and what we want to put into our mouths doesn't have to be dictated by doing everything in a rush and. And that doesn't have to dictate how we spend our money on food either. We need to be much more mindful of how we are spending our money on food. So the more we patronize these institutions with our hard-earned money, the more we're going to build a mindset that this food should be cheap and fast and prepared with little effort or time. And that's currently what's happened. The fast mindset has created a situation where we think food should be fast and convenient. And that's the wrong kind of attitude. In fact, there's something called the slow food movement, trying to teach people to slow down and eat properly because this is what your body and brain need. 
I often tell people this, when I'm in a rush, I don't eat. I only eat when I know I'm not going to shove it down. And I just don't do that. And it's so much better for digestion and so much better for brain and body health. The other thing is we need to watch what we're watching on television. Excessive television viewing is one of the defining features of our modern culture and it correlates with mental and bodily ill health. And I'm not saying don't watch TV. I'm saying be very controlled about how you watch TV, when you watch TV and eating food in while you're watching TV. We need to be focusing on, on our food while we're eating, not eating and watching TV. It's way better to eat not watching TV or sitting and chatting to someone. It enhances brain health and digestion and bodily health. We may not think that's such a big thing. In this day and age, how many people sit around the table with the TV on, not even talking to each other or staring at their cell phones? And this is showing, the research is showing that this is actually detracting from how our bodies digest food and the nutrition that our brain needs to function at higher levels. So on top of maybe eating junk food you're also eating in the wrong way so this is a double whammy we're giving our brains and bodies a double whammy and then we wonder why people are dying 15 to 25 years younger from preventable lifestyle diseases we're messing with our minds and we're messing with our bodies in 2015 an interesting study was published in the journal of infant behavior and development and basically this research said that there was a correlation between how they were functioning and what they were watching so the actual i'm going to read your statement from the study cognitive language and motor delays in younger children were significantly associated with how much time they spent viewing television so the longer they spent viewing television, the more they ate in front of the TV while watching television, the worse their cognitive thinking, language and motor delays were in young children. There were similar correlations between how much time is spent watching TV and mental and physical well-being in adolescents and adults. So too much time in front of the TV and too much time eating in front of the TV also impacts mental well-being in adolescents and adults. TV and social media actually increase our hurry sickness because this is interesting, listen to this, because media outlets flow at a much faster pace than real life. So you have real life and then you have your media, which is different. It's a different pace and new forms of media are getting faster and faster and faster as technology advances. For example, a Twitter post has a lifespan of roughly a second. So the brain effect of this is that we become saturated in very high paced fast media and that creates an increased desire for this because it creates this rush in your brain it's like a high and this dopamine flows and you get this great feeling and you kind of want to feed this this almost this addiction and that's it kind of satisfies the processing speeds of the brain but in almost the wrong way what your brain and body will be learning will be based on your choices so you train your brain and your body with your mind your mind, the choices that you make. So the food choices, and this relates to food choices and it relates to how you're eating your food and what you're thinking about while you eat your food. So you can train your brain and your body to do it correctly or incorrectly. You set up these patterns and these cycles in your brain and your body. You create habits. That's what I'm saying, basically. So the more you choose to watch television and participate in fast-paced social media outlets while eating and allowing your children to do, the more your brain's going to change. You merge your brain merges with your environments so that is the majority of your day and the average person currently is spending around eight hours a day on social media which is way too much because the safe amount of time is around about two hours and this extra amount on social media is definitely affecting our digestive systems and our mind choices when it comes to food we're not really thinking about the choices that we make we're not paying attention to our emotions while we're eating so there's a 
fine balance between being intellectually stimulated through conversation and learning and understanding and becoming negatively addicted to swift forms of media as one picture or video or piece of information after another floods your senses. So we need to learn to make this distinction. Because government bodies, governmental bodies, sorry, and food conglomerates use TV to market all their food-like products to both adults and children, and it's not regulated, the modern, listen to this, the modern American diet is being wired into our brains. This toxic way of eating, these toxic food products are being wired into our brains because of the amount of time we stare at these food adverts on TV and through social media. Habits form as we repeatedly look at something daily. When we first moved to this country from South Africa, we counted 27 takeouts between our house and our children's school. And you're driving there every single day and you're seeing these takeouts. In addition to seeing those same adverts for those takeouts on social media and TV, you have a bombardment of this information coming through social media and TV and you're seeing this all the time and you're building these net, these actual memories into your brain. And then when you want to think of food, you think of these adverts. So we've got to be careful what we're putting into our brain because it's influencing our food choices. We merge with our environments because of the plasticity of the brain and our environmental influences can become our new norm if we don't watch it. So wired in mindsets are mindsets that are learned So if, and they feel normal if you get used to them. But you can change this. You can decide just to not focus or when you see those food, food-like products being advertised when you're watching TV. Consciously don't pay attention. Consciously think of some healthy food. Consciously make the effort to read up on healthy food so that you start building new networks in your brain of healthy food and why it's important to eat healthy food and so on. So the information in my book, Think and Eat Yourself Smart, and my online program, 63 Days to Think and Eat Yourself Smart, are filled with great ideas and information and knowledge that you can read and learn and build into your brain to help you and to guide you to make good food choices and to eat in a healthy way because all the information in these books and these many, many resources as well in my books will help you to develop a new guideline for how you think and eat so that you can think and eat yourself smart. There is a growing body of research that shows that the more familiarity with TV or adverts on TV for food is directly correlated to an increase in obesity. The average child, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but the average child will be exposed to approximately 13 food commercials every day, young child, or 4,700 a year, while teenagers see more than 16 food advertisements per day, or 5,900 a year. And these statistics are related to television viewing only and exclude food commercials in other mediums of advertising like magazines and billboards and schools and shopping malls and social media and so on. What is the cost to their health? Because there's a direct correlation between this kind of advertising and obesity. So this eat more processed food message is getting wired into their brains through repetition and becoming a habit. And these learned habits or mindsets will shape their conscious thoughts about food and thereby their food choices. Is it any wonder then that exposure to the modern American diet food advertising is associated with a higher consumption of fast food by children and an increased rate in obesity, learning problems, fatty liver disease, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease at very, very young ages? And this is a global phenomenon. The food industry spends more than $1.8 billion per year in the United States alone on food tar- marketing targeted to young children. 
And these ads, as I've mentioned in one of my previous um, previous broadcasts, these ads are for unhealthy products that are high in empty calories, sugar, unhealthy fats, and salt. So empty calories, it's not providing nutrition. There's approximately 200 million school children, school-age children, are overweight or obese globally. I'm going to say that again. Approximately 200 million school-age children are overweight or obese globally. And that's not their fault. That's our fault. As adults, as parents, we should be guiding our children. More and more youth are crippled crippled with lifestyle diseases that can affect their future development, their mind and body. And isn't, I, I mean, I would go so far as to say this is a form of child abuse. Children as young as two are being treated for obesity and official bodies such as the Obesity Society conclude that these sugary beverages contribute to the global ep- obesity epidemic, especially amongst young children. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Caroline Lee.